Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Special. Hey, hello. How you doing, Derek? Doing fantastic. Good Christmas? Yep. We uh, had a, had all the family got... We, we hadn't got together as, uh, for two years now because of various reasons. Last year, everybody at my sister-in-law's had COVID, so we didn't join together last year. And year before, it was in deep of COVID, so it was nice to actually have everybody together in the same house again. It was- see, I use COVID as an excuse not to have to see in-laws. Ah, <laughs> uh, got COVID? No, can't. Sorry, we're in our bu- You're not yeah. in our bubble. <laughs> sorry. Our bubble consists of how many people in the house? Four. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice. It was nice to get together and, and do the Christmas thing again and the big old feed of uh, ham and turkey and all that stuff. All the fixins. Mm. Mm-hmm. My sister-in-law did a rice sausage cranberry and apricot i think stuffing oh yeah that sounds weird doesn't it mm-hmm. yeah i mean it was tasty oh, was it okay but i wouldn't have it with turkey i wouldn't call it <laughs> <laughs> she also did the regular stuff yeah right yeah uh but she was just trying to change because you do the same thing at thanks and we just had thanksgiving right like yeah. two months ago or three months ago whatever it was mm-hmm and then, you know, you know, let's try something different. Every, you know, trying different things and all yeah. that. And I'll eat anything with cranberries. <laughs> but uh, she said, well, I'm going to try this different type of stuffing. All right. Fill your boots. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I I would have it as a side dish to, like, roast beef or yeah. something. Or, oh, okay. or, you know, we're having pork chops tonight. Oh, let me make that rice <laughs> stuffing <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> uh, it, no, it was really tasty. I just yeah. It just, to me, wasn't. Stuffing. Yeah. Nice. You know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> give, give me the stuff. No, don't give me the rice. Give me the stuffing. <laughs> what do you feed me? <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we were over at uh, my sister-in-law's house there for uh, Christmas this year and mm-hmm. did all the, the food there cool. and whatnot. So I was good. Uh, your kids your kids enjoyed it? Oh, yeah. Lots they, of good they, stuff? They have, a, they have a blast every Christmas, and they, they don't really ask for much, so it's nice. So I guess we've trained them well that way. But How much uh, do they spend on you? Did they spend on me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing. That's why they enjoy it. That's why they always have a blast, Derek. <laughs> Wait till they have a job and start having them buy their own presents. I thought about that from that perspective. Yeah. yeah. Christmas ain't what it used to be when we used to get everything for free yeah. and get to, we never had to spend our own money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but there wasn't a lot of stuff. We we don't we're not a family that goes into all the too much. Over, over, we we do not overdo gift giving. It's just a couple token things for the, for for most of the uh, extended family. I I went shopping for like uh, twenty twenty three calendars, and I got uh, like dogs pooping in beautiful places, and <laughs> wild animals pooping, and and. Uh, uh, you know stuff like that, like na- nature's butts, so natural for- rock formations that show look like butts, and so everybody got a little, little weird calendar <laughs> like that, right? Sorry, <laughs> did we not? Did you not order one of those calendars here one night? I would have, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I seem to remember. Look at, <laughs> hey, look at this. Then it was that picture of the dog pooping on the pooping. beach, and no, it wasn't the beach. It was that beautiful sunrise. Oh sunset. yes, yes, yes. And there was the flowers. Yeah. It was a, there was mountains in the yeah. background, and, and, and the golden retriever sitting there squatting. Yeah. That's right. 
Oh, the good memories. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so a lot of people go, what is, oh, calendar, what, oh, my God. <laughs> and you know there's going to be the pride of their, wherever they hang it. Yeah. <laughs> you ever remembered every time someone looks at that calendar. <laughs> They're going to think. Oh, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> and I've already had ideas for next year. <laughs> so next year, I've, I've, I saw something to do it. Oh, Sontag. Dwayne Sontag did it. Oh, the clock? Yes. yes. I'm going to do that for everybody yeah. in my family next year. Yeah, I buy people clocks and put pictures of my I face. have a feeling I'm getting one of those from Ariana <laughs> next year. As soon as I saw it, I was like, that's brilliant. Yeah, because there, there's, there's a picture of our buddy Dwayne Sontag, and he's up on one of the lakes in Killarney. Yeah. And whoever's taking the picture, he's flipping them the bird. Yeah. And they made that the face of the clock. Yeah. So you get the clock, and then the picture behind it, the face on the on the face, is Dwayne in his beautiful setting flipping the bird. Yeah, that's an awesome. That's awesome, an awesome. Yeah. Clock. So yeah. I'm totally I'm totally stealing that idea for next year, Dwayne. Yeah. Well, it's probably Mary, and I would think that got it for him. Oh, you think she got it for him, or yeah. he got it for her? No, I wonder if she got it for him. No, it's it's perfect. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. Either or. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. That was, that was a good one. I remember years ago, I uh, got this uh, v- fancy glass, custom glass uh, coaster set. Yeah. I gave it to a buddy of mine, and I, I put a picture of a picture of me doing, you know, hiking or mountaineering or some, doing something outdoors in each one. So every time you look at the glass coasters, it's like, oh, Jesus, there's Derek on this. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like pictures of me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I told him, hey, you can put something else in them, but I, I just thought I'd, you know. The, Personalized. There was the... There was the uh, the standard no-name family that comes with all these things, right? Yeah. So I just replaced it with all my pictures. Yeah. That's how you get the, the all the picture frames that have that standard picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, who's all those people? No clue. <laughs> I just like the frame. I just keep getting all the frames and I just put whoever is there is there, right? Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a decent Christmas. Uh, Mackenzie came over and Tracy asked him to wrap some presents for Ariana. Who should I put them to? I'll just put them everything from Santa to Ariana from Santa. That did not happen. No. I think one of them to Ariana from Neil Armstrong while on the moon. Okay. To Ariana from Jason Van Gogh, um, Vincent's brother. Yeah. (laughs) And that's how he signed it, right? Yeah. All things like that. So she thought that was kind of cool. So uh, was it Charles Grant? Who's the who's the uh, the uh, the dinosaur guy on on uh, the dinosaur guy? Yeah, so Hammond is the guy that has the dinosaur island, but he brings Alan Grant. Alan Grant. Alan so Grant. yeah, Alan Grant is the guy that uh, went to the island of the dinosaurs, right? Uh, Jurassic Park. I'll believe you. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's Be- <laughs> so Beckett's uh, his dinosaur gift this year was uh, from Alan Grant. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a real dinosaur? <laughs> no, no. That would be neat. Slacker. <laughs> I want my own dinosaur. <laughs> but did you get any outdoorsy stuff though? Uh, no, I didn't. Really? No. No. Wow. <laughs> what was the one thing I said I did not want? Socks. Guess what I got? Socks. <laughs> Do you need some socks? Does anybody out there need a pair of socks? Because <laughs> I just threw them on the sock pile. 
so I told you I got the native. It was the five the the Great Lakes. So this is oh that's sort of an outdoor thing. So that's uh, I'm showing showing a picture. It's uh, I bought recently bought a uh, a uh, steel or a metal uh, laser cut thing of the five great lakes from alan drummond from his online store and and uh, my niece got me a, a native painting showing the five great lakes with the with the native names of them and so it's that's really that's pretty cool, cool piece of art to yeah. hang on a wall that's outdoorsy yeah 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 i got besides socks uh i got a mat to stand on when i'm changing in and out of my dry suit uh-huh. So I'm not putting sticks and stones yep, up through there the you go. feet, you know. Um, I got a sale gift card so I can go buy stuff. I got a bunch of freeze-dried foods for mm-hmm. canoe tripping, so that's cool. Um, oh, I got these gloves. You put them under your winter gloves, right? They are adrenaline heater gloves. Dry-release merino wool Oh, marina wool. Yeah. So you put them on, and then if you want to use your phone or you want to use your camera, because one of my cameras has a touchscreen thing on it. Yeah. Then you can take your glove off, but these have the fingertips that you can do. touch sensitive. Touch sensitive, yeah. Cool. And then marina wool, so they keep your hands uh, warm and you don't Mm -hmm. freeze your hands. So I got those as well. I got a couple of pizza stones for the barbecue and smoker. Right on. So I'm going to have to make a couple of smoked pizzas i got a smoking kit for making a you know smoking drinks oh yeah yeah it's like it's some kind of enclosed thing where you could infuse a drink with with smoke of some sort i haven't used yet so i'm curious how it's yeah see and i've seen the thing where people get the smoker and they put a a pan of water Mm -hmm. and then they smoke that water so the smoke gets into the water and then you pour that into an ice cube tray yes yeah and then so that ice cube now has smoked water yeah and you put it in your scotch or something mm-hmm. like that right yeah yeah that'd yeah. be neat that's cool have to try it out and mm-hmm. i got another bottle of absinthe yes i saw that all the good stuff <laughs> uh but no christmas was good and uh, going to finish the year off with a little bit of winter camping. Yes, you're going to Mew, right? Mew Lake, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Going up there to do the Mew Year's thing. Yeah. And while our house is torn apart by parties, apparently. Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I won't be here. Last week, we talked about bears. Black yes. bears. Yes. And yes. afterwards, you went, oh, oh we the- forgot one of the latest <laughs> stories about bears, yes. which is kind of graphic. <laughs> so, yeah, we had, to, it was a bear-themed it was uh, it was a like bear a barathon. Barathon. <laughs> <laughs> Sean and Derek's barathon. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had for, I had and I saw the video and I forgot to mention it during last week's episode. In in this, it shows uh, she put it on her Facebook page or something. It's very graphic. It though. is graphic. It was a wedding going on in the so, wilderness. So there's a wedding. It was there on the shore of a, uh, of a lake, a lake right on a beach or something. And then it, sh- it shows v- various people start becoming distracted from the actual wedding event. Mm-hmm. Everybody starts looking over. It was to the as left. they were doing their vows, yeah, right? Right in the yeah. middle of the vows, they look over and there's a grizzly bear <laughs> killing a baby moose, ripping its head off. And it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this <laughs> that doesn't bode well for, is this a sign for the yeah, wedding? What's one going of the on? We were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oops. <laughs> Could you imagine that at your wedding? 
No. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, there's, there's, you got to have something memorable at your wedding. <laughs> that was we definitely had, memorable. We had Elvis at our wedding. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tracy's a huge <laughs> Elvis fan. So, unbeknownst to her, I arranged for an Elvis impersonator to, to come do, to our wedding. Do the vows or just the No, song? no. He did it. He did our first song. Would have been funny if Elvis. He did the vows? <laughs> do you? Oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. But, yeah. You know, so you got to have something yeah. memorable. Like, you guys did yours out. On a lake in the middle outdoors of winter. on a lake, we had skates. Yeah, yeah, we it was really neat. We uh, ours was outdoors on a lake, Stony Lake, and we built a uh, a old like a look like a stone wall, but it was a snow wall, and mm-hmm. we built an igloo. And so the igloo was labeled the honeymoon suite, and then the stone wall was our backdrop for getting married. And yeah, so. see something memorable. Yeah, these guys managed to get a grizzly bear. Slaughtering a moose. How do you arrange that? I don't know. Is there a number to call? <laughs> yeah. That, could you imagine? That? Like, I'm sure she was mortified. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> Probably laughing at it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Not laughing, laughing, but you know. Yeah. But at the time, it's like, what? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh my God. And of course, all the photographers are taking yeah. pictures. Everybody's got their photos yeah. on it. And, yeah. Poor baby well, moose. Yeah. Yeah. But, um,. Yes. Lake St. Clair. Metro Park upgrades. Ah, yes. This is uh, just north of Detroit, right? Yep. There's now an accessible floating dock, launch, and walkway at Lake St. Clair Metro Park thanks to a grant awarded to improve the launch area. Park is located in Harrison Township, Michigan, just north of Detroit. We're looking at that at the uh, Google Maps. Yes. And all along the lake shore, I didn't notice it until you said it, because mm-hmm. I was looking at the Clinton River and stuff like that, yeah. right? It's all houses built on the water, like like you see in, in, in Florida. So everybody, everybody has a driveway on the front of their house and a waterway at the back side of the house. Mm-hmm. So there's all these winding water routes and so your house backs onto water it's a each house has its own canal so not only is it your house but it's your cottage yeah exactly i'm going to the cottage for the weekend (laughs) (laughs) right see you back business in the front party in the back yeah right (laughs) that's pretty cool yeah that was really neat so i i would love to and i didn't know that we had them here because i thought that well, I was saying, oh, Lake St. Clair, or there's something in Canada like that, but no, it's the American side. Mm-hmm. But then you let me know about Lagoon what, City, Lagoon on City, Lake Simcoe, oh, on yeah, the on Simcoe, northeast side. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So now I got to go check these places out. Yeah, but I didn't know that that I've, was there. I've seen so many pictures of them, and and uh, like in Florida and and stuff like that, and it's it's just it's amazing to have access to the water right out the back of your house. Yeah, all these rows of houses yeah, built, so you can dock your boat. In, in, at your house. Yeah. That is so neat. I'd hate and to be the guy right on the lake. Yeah. in bad weather. Yeah. At least if it's just the channel, it's not going to be that rough. Mm-hmm. And uh, although in Florida, when you get the hurricanes whipping through. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, here in Ontario and on Lake St. Clair, and it's, uh, that's a, that's not too bad a weather, really. No? Your boat's out for the wintertime anyways, yeah. because you don't want it to freeze up in there, but. Yeah. So that is very cool. Uh, Lake St. Clair Metro Park um, also added two new sand launch areas, a parking area with trailer spaces, a drop-off area, accessible walkways, and parking. 
They received $194,863 in grant funding to improve the paddling access on the Black Creek, providing access to the waters of Black Creek, North Marsh, Clinton River Water Trail, and Lake St. Clair. The grant also allowed for 15 trees to be planted. Hmm. 15, that seems kind of an odd. Yeah. The grant funding was provided in part by the Coastal Management Program Water Resources Division, Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy under the National Coastal Zone Management Program through a grant from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration and the U.S. Department of Commerce. Wow. Holy jumpins. It's a lot of organizations, I must say. <laughs> Metro Parks added an additional $352,700 in matching funds to complete the project, bringing the overall project cost to just over $547,000. That's a lot of money to be thrown at one mm-hmm. park, right? But you know what? Money doesn't go that far these days, right? No, not at all. Grant funding like this allows us to leverage our existing budget to make even greater impacts in the community and continue improving our visitors' experiences, said Amy McMillan, director of the Huron-Clinton Metro Parks. There's nothing quite like getting on the water and connecting with nature, and I encourage you to get out and explore Lake St. Clair Metro Park waterways. It is beautiful in any season. We're grateful grant funding like this allows us to share that experience with even more visitors. So, yeah, I mean, right now it's, you know, winter. Mm-hmm. So you're not going paddling, but yeah. there's still other things that you can do there, mm-hmm. you know, but come paddling season. So I was looking around there. Uh, the park is located on the northwest shore across from where Lake St. Clair River comes into um, Lake St. Clair from Lake Huron. So, yeah, the north northwestern side, you'll find the Metro Park. You can paddle Lake St. Clair up Black Creek within the park or circle around and head to the Clinton River Water Trail, which take you uh, quite a ways inland. The Clinton River Water Trail offers 72 miles of paddling from steep gradients to slow-moving water. Now, if you look at the Google Maps, it looks like different things go, you know, I mean, you can go quite a, quite a ways, 72 miles um, on the Clinton River Water Trail. Most people, it looks like they start at Mace Day Lake, which is the farthest west, and then end up at Lake St. Clair just because of the, the current of the river, which way it goes. But if you look at Google Maps, it looks like from Lake St. Clair, you can reach the Clinton River and paddle it to the Clinton River Spillway. Now, apparently, there's supposed to be a dam there, and when you look at Google Maps, it doesn't show a dam unless it's under one of the bridges. They say you got a portage around it so that you can go back down the Clinton River Spillway back to Lake St. Clair. So you can do yourself a... Do a loop. Do a yeah. loop, right? Yeah. A nice daytime loop sort of thing. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, I, I looked and I, I didn't see... The dam at the top of the spillway there where, where it matches up with the Clinton River. Uh, if you want more information on the Clinton River Water Trail, go to crwc.org. And if you go to backslash recreation backslash paddling, there's info on the water trail. There's maps. There's some videos, all that sort of stuff. You can get a whole lot of information. So you can make it a day, a couple of days, I guess. 72 miles. Yeah. 
you know, there's a couple of days. Stay in a hotel area. along the way. Um, but yeah, it looks like some, it goes quite the ways through North, North Detroit area, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a nice day trip from Lake St. Clair around and Lake St. Clair do a little bit of water paddling there or a little river paddling. And I guess you could probably actually go up the spillway as well. Cause guys, some of the, the, the pages I was reading, they were talking about doing that, the spillway paddling up the spillway. Cause there's fishing in there. Yep. Some walleye fishing and stuff like that. So I guess if you kayak up and then use the current going back down, I guess you could go either way on it. Yeah. The Clinton river water yeah, yeah. trail. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's much flow. No. No, not at all. It, it's but depending on the time of year too, right? Yes. How how shallow or fast running it's going to be. But so yeah, it's nice that they are throwing money at uh, the metro parks and increase the um, access to paddling. That's what everybody wants to hear is all that that interest in uh, in the paddling there. So, um. What else I got? You're you're googling that area. I was trying to find the dam on the Clinton River, but yeah, I can't find it. They, mm-hmm. they talk about it. I've googled it. I've Google mapped it, and it, I've I've yeah. not seen. I can't see where there's. It's got to be hidden under one of the two bridges. It's got to be, yeah, right. So, um, what next we got? Oh, oh, this one's a big one. This one's a big one. This one. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said. Ah, um. <laughs> Pack rafts. Pack rafts. We talked about pack rafts before, but Gear Junkie has just put out their top pack rafts of 2022 list. Mm-hmm. So the pack raft, simply put, is a inflatable boat that you can roll up and put in your backpack to carry for significant distances. A lot of people are doing the bike rafting. Yeah. Right? So they bike somewhere and, you know, some of these pack rafts are so small rolled up, they fit under your seat. Yep. And you get somewhere and then you take your bike apart, put it in the front of your pack raft after you inflate it, and and then paddle back to where you started. Recent years, pack rafts have gotten a much broader fan base because they can start, they realize, oh, people are enjoying these. Let's see if we can do more things with them. And they're making them stronger. They're more puncture resistant. Yeah, a lot more rugged and... Uh, so whether you're heading out on a mega adventure race or simply looking for an apartment-friendly boat, a pack raft will suit you well. They handle all types of water, pack up small, and are fun. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> While testing, they considered the following characteristics. Ease of use, weight slash packed size, durability, paddleability. Is paddleability a word? <laughs> yes, it is. See, it I doesn't seem it, right. It doesn't seem right. And my word processor uh, said, um, yeah, that's a spelling mistake, but we, <laughs> we have no correction for it. <laughs> uh, paddleability and cost value. Now, they did the best overall pack raft, best budget, best white water, best backpacking, most durable, Best ultralight, best double pack raft. I wouldn't think of a double pack raft. And best of the rest. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are good, but you kind of suck. You don't fit anywhere in any category. You guys don't fit in any of the good categories, so we'll just throw you you at the back where you belong. 
Um, yeah, I, you know what? I We've talked about pack rafts and that around here, realistically, there's not many places you could use one. No, and every, anytime you hear about them being used, there's like out in British Columbia or... Colorado. Yeah, Colorado or, or something like that where you, you can do extensive distances and get yourself a fat bike and you, you go off through the wherever you're going and hit a river, run the river, put the bike back on the pack raft, and then, or at the end, you put the put the pack raft into your backpack and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you hear about a coastal traffic, travel, at like in Alaska, and it's, it can be quite interesting. I'd be worried about putting a hole in the pack raft carrying a bike on it, though. Yeah, that was always my thing is, and I'd be the guy that does that, just throw the bike in and... <laughs> paddle faster. faster. <laughs> I don't hear banjos, I hear hissing. <laughs> so it's either a really massive snake or I put a hole in the back raft. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing we talked about is a lot of these pack rafts are used for river travel, not lake travel. Yeah, they're more... I think you'd really want to just float along on them mm-hmm. because they're, they like you, you complain about the word paddleability, but uh, like these things are, they don't track well. They don't have a keel. They don't, you know, they don't. Well, and it seems like since we've talked about these last, more people are, they're, they're doing some things to make them with better tracking. So people can use them for more than just rapids. Like removable fins, like on a yeah. paddle board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's start with the best overall pack route. Now, Kokopelli and Alpaca seem to be the only two originally that we ever heard about. Mm-hmm. So this there's 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 a couple others in here that they talk about. The best overall pack raft is the Alpaca Expedition. So out of all the ones that they tested, this was the top of the tops. They have a price tag of seventeen to eighteen hundred bucks. Are these American prices? Or? No, these would be American prices. Uh, it's the modern incar- uh, incarnation of the original pack raft Alpaca la- launched in two thousand. So this is twenty two years later, mm-hmm. right? So they've had twenty two years of development, developing yep. this, uh, and and they go on to say now it features twenty years of improvements and a clear focus on the big wilderness. That's the heart of the sport. The expedition comes standard with a white water spray deck, internal storage via waterproof uh, tie zip, the long zipper that provides access to the interior of the pack raft tubes. Oh. Remember we talked about that before too. So you could pack your gear inside the inside tube. one of the one of the tubes. Yeah. Hmm. You know, because you can only put so much in on it, right? Yeah. So if you can have access to one of the tubes yeah. and put some gear into that, mm-hmm. then that's extra storage. That's brilliant. Uh, at 10.6 inches, the tubes of the performance rally hull give the boat amazing performance in both flat water and serious white water. The boat strikes a nearly perfect balance between weight and functionality. It's light and packable enough to carry on a long trip, yet perfect for nearly all types of serious paddling. It lacks some of the bells and whistles of specific whitewater boats, but many of those options, like thigh straps and foot foot braces, can be added. It's only eight pounds. Eight pounds, three ounces, with a removable whitewater deck. 
that's that's a nice weight. That's mm-hmm. it's it's like it's you know you think to yourself, oh, you know, this is like my canoe, my I have a Kevlar canoe. It's forty three pounds, which can be heavy, you know, over a long portage or whatever. But if you can, <laughs> if your boat can be eight pounds rolled up too, yeah, yeah, yeah. How easy would it be to portage a canoe if you could roll it up <laughs> <laughs> or fill it with helium and and you could use it like a balloon? That'd be awesome. That's yeah, man, you might be onto something there. Helium balloon. <laughs> Helium so they float pad- above you when you're paddling. <laughs> yes. And then they float, you put them in, and then you just yeah. tote it along yeah. like a floating balloon afterwards. You might be onto something. We'll talk. Yeah. We can get the weight from eight pounds down to three with helium. <laughs> uh, load capacity, 350 pounds, which is, that's you know. That's a lot. That's sufficient. Yeah. Well, it's okay. Now we have to include your own weight, right? Yeah. So load capacity, the human plus all is gear. So, so if you're looking, call it 225. Yeah. That yeah, gives you another 100, 125 pounds, 125 of, of, pounds gear, of gear. Which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, if you're taking 125 pounds of gear, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you need a canoe. <laughs> well, then again, if you're doing bike rafting, then most the people bike, use like most bikes. Modern bikes are really light, anyways. Yeah, like 40, 30, uh, actually, oh, 50, 20 to 50. 25 pounds. Give it a 50. That's and a you're heavy, still underweight. That's a heavy bike. You're still underweight. Yeah. Pack size: 17 inches by seven and a half inches. Water rating: Class one to four. Wow. Right? Huh. Proprietary <clears throat> 210 denier high count nylon hull and 840 ballistic nylon floor. Hmm. So it's tough. Yeah. Built to handle, the, they do the pros and cons here. Pros. Built to handle any water type. Access to internal storage through the zip entry. Spray deck standard. And three sizes available for perfect fit. Cons, heavier than some, not available as a self-bailer. What does that mean? Oh, he's... Uh, you got to bail so, it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, it's not available as a self-bailer. A lot of these have a, uh, have a like a tube yeah. at the bottom that... But see, this has got the sheds spray its own deck. Water. Yeah. So Prevent log if you water got the spray in. deck in, you, you should yeah. be getting oodles and oodles yeah. in anyway. Hmm. So that was uh, the best overall pack raft, the Alpaca Expedition. They go to say, if you're ever going to get one pack raft to last your entire life, this is the probably the one you want. But you're paying for it too, right? Yeah. Uh, the best budget pack raft is Cocapelli's XPD for 800 bucks. That's like a thousand bucks less than the other one. <laughs> Cocapelli's Rough and Tumble River Runner, based on Cocapelli's Rogue Light. Rogue Light was the one I was. I was looking. No, I was looking at the Rogue um, at uh, Canoe Copia a couple of years back. Uh, Design and done up in a burly material. The XPD is a budget raft that'll take a beating. During testing, it was paddled in Class Three whitewater and then on a Snake River fishing trip. It worked very well for both, and we were thankful for the extra air pressure and durability as we rode over rocks and logs. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So this one's saying you can go anywhere from white water to a fishing trip, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Newly revised for 2021, the XPD gained a removable 9-inch fin that attaches at the stern with an American standard fin plate. There you go. This greatly enhances the raft's tracking ability, which is something that many pack rafts suffer with. See, that's what they're saying is they're starting to get all this after 22 years figuring stuff Mm -hmm. out that, yeah, people want to use this for more than just, you know, going down a Colorado River. Because, you know, those people in Ontario don't have that. <laughs> so, yeah, if we, can, if we can take something light like that out on a hiking trip or a biking trip. Yeah. And then paddle a lake in the evening or something. That's awesome. You don't want to fight your raft paddling around in mm-hmm. circles sort of deal if, if you don't have to. Yeah. 13 pounds. This raft can be stashed in a pack or duffel and carried to the water easily. And it's ideal for shorter approaches. You can carry it several miles, but if it's your main use, you should opt for a lighter raft. Cocapelli includes the nano barrel pump, additional two pounds, with the XPD, which you need to inflate the pack raft. It's a well-designed pump that folds to a degree for easy packing. However, it's not as light or packable as other options. They claim you can inflate the raft with a feather pump, or inflation bag as well. However, the PSI won't be as high, and they aren't included with the raft. So if you buy that second hand, just to save some weight, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Inflation and setup are easy if you've used the pack raft. If not, it's still pretty straightforward. When fully inflated to 3 PSI, the area where you sit is pretty snug. If you're a larger person or have wider hips, it could be a tight squeeze, Releasing a little air pressure would help make it roomier. But if you're releasing the pressure, you know, it's, you're compromising. To make an analogy, this is a car camping pack raft, not a backpacking pack raft. That's why it's the best budget one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weight, 13 pounds. It's um, a bit on the beefy side, yeah. Yeah. Capacity, only 300. 300 pounds, packed to 24 by 10 inches. It's a bit inches. Flat water, bay, inlets, class one to three, one to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, they they said they paddled it in one to three, but they only recommend to two. Yeah. And the 1,000 denier reinforced PVC. Pros, great for rivers and lakes, very durable and stable, relatively low cost. Cons, heavier weight limits, packability, and need a heavier pump to inflate. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're if you're going to be using something a lot, I don't know that you'd be looking at this one. But if you're on a strict budget, this is, sounds like a good beginner one. Yes, if and you, you want just, something to try out, yeah, yeah, let's try it out. And you suffer through it till you can <clears throat> afford uh, something bigger and better. I mean, I had that eighty pound fiberglass uh, job I used for years before mm-hmm. I could finally afford, you know, Kevlar lightweight. <laughs> God, was that a good day? (laughs) (laughs) Best whitewater pack raft. The Alpaca Narwhal. Uh, Paddling a Grand Canyon in a pack raft, this is your boat. The Alpaca Narwhal is 1525 to 1750. Again, that's up there in price is both the highest performing and most forgiving whitewater pack raft we've ever paddled. High volume narwhal can be configured as either a self-baler or decked boat. Both options come standard with the exceptional 4-point thigh strap, whitewater back band, and foot brace. 
To top it off, the oversized butt is filled with the tie zip for internal storage, and you can purchase two custom dry bags that clip inside to hold your gear. See, I, that, I'd go for that right off the bat. Yes, and oh, that's yeah. why that's why there's such a difference between the the price gap there. They're saying fifteen to seventeen fifty. In white water, the boat's extra high volume makes it great for beginners in just about any water. Experienced boaters will find it capable of technical steep creeks and high volume runs of class four and five water. There you go. It can surf waves battle roll, and they put in brackets, with an experienced paddler. (laughs) If I got a raft, I don't want to hear the word roll. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, And bash through monster holes. Hmm. At nine pounds, the narwhal won't be ideal for long cross-country traverses that require anything other than water time. But the large tubes more than make up for it in paddleability. This is one stable and forgiving boat. But the the expedition is only one pound lighter. Yeah. And the load capacity on this is 450 pounds. I know. So it's... it's uh, does it give its overall length? No, doesn't do that. No, uh, load capacity for fifty pack size twenty by nine and a half. Range water class uh, class one to four to four, and again they say they paddled up to fives. Um, Here's a guy, and this is that raft going through yeah, the water. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's all you're going to use it for. I think is is the the white water. Well, the, the advantage of something like this. So think about it. If you've done fly-in camping, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the, the typical fly-in float plane can carry one boat. Yeah. But if you get a group of six guys, they can all you carry can their own six inflatable kayaks, get up into the Nahani somewhere. They drop you off on the river and you can just paddle down. And, and so you're not having multiple flights just to get all these whitewater boats in. You just, yeah. Your, you got those. your whitewater pack raft and, and you, with enough gear. So if you have a internal storage or if you have zip-in storage compartments capacity. So, and plus, you know, 450 pounds, you're never going to need that much gear. But, no. but that's, that's, that's impressive. The pros are stable and forgiving, huge cargo capacity, all-inclusive whitewater build. There Cons, heavier, tends to give beginners a false sense of their abilities. So I don't. They keep saying it's heavier. It's he- this with like nine pounds is not a lot of weight. No. Well, they're comparing it to other ones, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're you're looking at one of these ones that's like three pounds. Mm-hmm. Like the next one we're going to talk about is three pounds thirteen ounces. Yeah. Compared to a nine pounder three ounce. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, that's heavier. Well, <laughs> if it's and, I'll still take and it. so the next one at three pounds, three pounds thirteen ounces, four pounds. Yeah. It's basically four pounds, and so it's like that. I think that's lighter than my tent. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's super light, and it makes me wonder how thin the plastic is, mm-hmm. the rubber. Uh, well, the next one, the best backpacking pack raft. So, if you're going to be backpacking, this is what you don't want to be carrying yeah. that ten pounder, right? And it's it's very cost efficient. It's like I've never heard of these people. Uncharted Supply Company Rapid Raft, hmm. about the size of a loaf of bread when packed and inflated. Inflating in under 60 seconds. The Rapid Raft from Uncharted Supply Company, and they say $479, sets itself apart from the majority of other pack rafts. Impressive fill time, it 
is thanks to the RAF's unique closure collar, which operates in the same way as your waterproof compression sacks. Oh, yeah. So those thermorests with a big gap that you can just open it. Yeah. So you just shake it, fill it with air, then do the final bit with a pump. Um, this is a fairly big raft. Look at the, it's all, it's, look at the size of the, there's, there must be a seat or something that you can get for it or something. Add later. Yeah. Simply get a running start, loft the raft and roll down the collar to seal the air. Then top it off with the integrated one-way tube and the raft, rapid raft is ready. Ideal for an alpine lake or quick river crossing, the rapid raft is quite stable when paddled and we found it to punch above its weight class when it came to the ability in the water. Hmm. We wouldn't hesitate to bring this raft along at, on any alpine fishing trip or long traverse that only requires a brief river shuttle to cross. Since there's no seat in the rapid raft, we did find our backsides catching a chill while paddling alpine lakes this autumn. Tossing a bit of padding down there can help, and we found that adding an inflatable uh like the Climate V5 seat made paddling more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you get yourself an inflatable seat and throw it in there. How small it is. Yeah. Loaf of bread. Yeah. Loaf of bread. Huh. Despite our best efforts, we did find the seal of the closure collar was never quite perfect. Yeah. And a stream of tiny bubbles followed us wherever we went. Wasn't that a song? <laughs> tiny, tiny bubbles. bubbles. So this uh, this reminds me, I've and I've had a few of them, those uh, outdoor lounge couches that you can take camping. Yes. Yeah. So that was all the rage about seven years ago or yeah, so. Yeah, five right? years ago. Yeah. I've, came and out. I've got to still have a couple of them at the mm-hmm. house. Yeah. You, you throw them up in the air and you... Trap the air and then and you squeeze them so they yeah and then inflate. it's like a outdoors couch lounge yeah sit on the beach and yeah. nice comfy compared to other ultralight flat water boats like the Climate LWD or the Alpaca Ghost we found the Rapid Raft to be the best balance of features and weight and you simply can't beat the ease of inflation and deflation so yeah this is um, you know. It's a, Except for the tiny bubbles escaping. Yeah. This isn't something they're saying you're going to use for a long period of time. Yeah. You know, so if you're hiking over territory and then come across a, you know, there's there's a 500-meter river or something you have yeah. to cross, say, throw this up and zip across. Yeah. Well, let's say you're you're hiking into the mountains and you want to go to a, one of these mountaintop lakes. And, yeah. Hey, Do I'm, some fishing I just want to check it out. I'm going to paddle around in this lake that's at like 3,000 feet in the air. Yeah. and. And so some of these mountain lakes can be pretty neat to, yeah. to be on. So if you have three pounds and just loaf of size of a loaf of bread, that's easy to carry, right? Mm-hmm. You got to carry a paddle too. Yeah. Well, but, and you see those stuck down the sides. Yeah. Of your, exactly. Your pack, right? So this would be this would be, and it's cheap enough that it's worth it to uh, if there's a mountain lake or stream that you want to paddle. Mm-hmm. To get to it with something that's not that expensive and it's not that heavy. It doesn't take up that much room. No, three pounds, 13 ounces. Mm-hmm. Load capacity is 400 pounds. That's incredible, but it's just big. You're, big it, open space, right? Yeah, there, right? yeah. Pack size, 15 inches by five. Ideal for quick water crossings and flat water. Material, nylon Oxford TPU laminate. Mm-hmm. The pros, super fast inflation time, packs down to the size of a loaf of bread, can store kit inside the tubes. There you go. Well, they didn't say that in the big write-up. No. Uh, Cons, roll closure can slowly leak air, and no seat means a cold butt. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, your butt's on the water. You're touching the water. Yeah, not so if you're sitting on your pack or not. You can see where one of these would come in handy if you wanted to, you know, sneak up a sneak up a river at night and blow up some uh, German boats and stuff. Yeah, this is definitely a, a, <laughs> a secret agent sort of boat. Yeah. <laughs> Most durable pack raft is the Cocapelli Recon self-bailing. Uh, you're looking to run whitewater laps on your favorite rocky river, then you need the Cocapelli Recon for $1,000. This boat isn't light at 18 pounds. Holy crap. This is not a boat to backpack with. Wow. But what it lacks in lightness, it makes up for in rugged durability. Most durable. So I don't know why this wouldn't be best for the light water then. What do you mean? Well, because they had best whitewater one already, right? But this one is heavy, so if you're getting into the backcountry. But no, this they're saying this isn't this isn't a backpacking one. And then the alpaca narwhal was the best whitewater one. They say you can knock that around as as well. Anyway, um, they're saying this is the most durable of yeah. all the durable ones. This is the most durable. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what you're looking for on whitewater mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Or like a cottage boat. Uh, constructed of uh, 1,000 denier reinforced PVC, the recon can easily bash into rocks and bounce down low flow rivers. And since PVC can be inflated to a higher PSI, the recon excels at charging through holes. Hmm. If you ever wished for a mini whitewater raft, this is it. Uh, just like the whitewater boat, all Cocapelli boats come with a commercial raft grade Leafield D7 valves. Great step up in terms of durability and functionality. While it doesn't come equipped with a set of thigh straps, we highly recommend them to increase overall maneuverability. The boat does come pre-rigged with all the necessary rigging attachment points, though. So that's all you got to do is buy them and the points to attach are already there. Yeah. Has an improved EVA backband, complete with snack-friendly pocket. Hello. Snack-friendly pocket? Yeah. Uh, reinforced drain holes to prevent tearing on sticks and rocks. Also comes complete with Cocapelli's nano barrel pump and reinforced D-rings. All in all, this is a bomber whitewater boat that is built to withstand it all. Available with or without the tie zip storage. 18 pounds. Load capacity, 300. Hmm. That's pretty... Lower than so I would think. It's really thick mm-hmm. PVC pl- rubber plastic. So it's 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 well, it's weight is because it's so thick. It's mm-hmm. it's heavy duty. Can take rock hits and stuff like that. Pack size twenty two by fourteen. Pretty Class big. one to four whitewater. Uh, pros: great maneuverability, super durable. Cons: heavier than most other pack rafts. Doesn't come with thigh straps, but can be added later. I don't know. I, I'm. Hmm. I I don't know if I'd go for that one or the uh, narwhal. Yeah. I think I oh, have to take them both. Well, if you get this one, you're saving yourself fifteen to seven hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if you're if you're doing if you get one of these strictly for whitewater rafting, and you're new, this might be one to get because you're going to bounce all over everything. <laughs> Best ultralight pack raft is the Alpaca Ghost. Uh, 2.25 pounds. So, 2 pounds, 4 ounces. 
Made with a 70 ripstop nylon hull and 200 nylon floor, the Ghost was created for the ultra runners, canyoneers, and anyone who might find themselves with a calm expanse of water to cross. I I didn't know ultra runners would take a pack ref with them. Yeah, I don't know. The Ghost is cut from the same design as the Scout, only two inches shorter, and still uses the same 10-inch tubes. Decidedly Spartan without a seat, but tossing a pack underneath you should provide some insulation. Or as talked about earlier, you can get that yeah, uh, the, the Climate 5. Yeah. Uh, you won't want to run this boat into anything that isn't liquid. Which, <laughs> so no whitewater rafting, it's I'm thinking super, it's saying. It's, it's yeah. only two pounds, four ounces, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's very thin. <laughs> Makes it ideal for flat water alpine lakes, slot canyon water crossings, or a quick river shuttle. <laughs> Packed up, the ghost compresses to an 11-inch, 5-inch roll, making it disappear into packs. For those who are leading or bleeding the edge and pushing limits, this pack raft will open up new routes and new possibilities. Uh, oh, I couldn't use this. Well, I could. Two pounds, four ounces. Load capacity, 225. That's just right where I am. 225, it means you can't yeah. have to bring a paddle. I can't bring a paddle. Nope, nope. Well, <laughs> a paddle that's one pound or less. But it's super light. It yeah. packs up super small. Flat water, mountain lakes, simple river crossings. Uh, pros, incredible lightweight and packable size, maintains a proven raft design. No cheap valves here. Come standard with alpacas, temper assist valve. Uh, cons are long-term durability won't be there at all. <laughs> Load capacity is fairly low. So this isn't a long-term boat. Yeah. And they don't give the price for it either. So, um, yeah. <laughs> this is the one that you're gonna you're gonna take on a uh, a uh, military mission because you just want to stab holes in it and hide, buried it in sand when you're done with it, right? Pretty much, right next to your parachute. <laughs> <laughs> the best double pack raft is the Alpaca Forager, uh, twenty one to twenty two hundred bucks. The culmination of the desire to create a sub fifteen pound two person boat capable of thriving in the world's biggest whitewater and expeditions. 16 lash points, built-in self-bailing, tie zip for internal storage, and a wave breaker bow, which they've named it. The Forger is ready for any adventure you can imagine. Hmm. Very expensive. Yeah. Despite the massive inflated size, it's packs down to 20 by 10 inch roll that will fit in a decent expedition pack. The boat is a bit sluggish compared to many of the other two-person boats on the market, like the Cocopelli Twain, but it's easy to paddle with either kayak paddles for long flatwater sections or canoe paddles for more intense whitewater control. I'm not bringing two different types of paddles. <laughs> many will use this pack raft for paddling large western rivers or fly-in backcountry hunts. There you go. Where packing out a moose is no small feat. Whoa. Aha! Need an extra. Thankfully, the large squared-off bow of the Forager is prime for lashing dang near anything, including bikes. 13 pounds, 7 ounces. Load capacity. Good thing you're getting that moose out. 1,000 pounds. Wow. 20 by 10 inches uh, rolled up. Class 1 to 4. Like, this is huge. Yeah. Pros, massive load capacity, lots of space, can handle epic whitewater. Cons, heavier than most, 
sluggish on flat water. Hmm. I'm trying to find all these. So those are your, um, those are the, the pack rafts, the top of the pack rafts this year. And there's best of the rest. There is a best of the rest. There's the, I can't even find it on their website. No. Uh, Alpaca Refuge. Oh, there it is. There it is. The Cocopelli Rogue R deck. The Climate Lightwater Dinghy. Cocopella Nirvana. Uh, the Alpaca Scout. And the Cocopelli Hornet Light. The only one I've not seen or heard of before is the Climate Lightwater Dinghy. All hmm. the rest I've... Because uh, the Rogue is one of the ones I was looking at before. And it doesn't seem to have really improved over the last four years. I think Alpaca should, or Cocopella should send us a couple boats to, a couple of rafts to, uh, to, to review. To check out? Yeah. I would think so. I would think so. Uh, so yeah, if those, uh, if you're looking for a pack raft for next year, those are the ones. And I think Cocopella is having holiday sales right now too. Oh yeah? So if you got money over the holidays... You might want to check out their websites. They're, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's like 20% off or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. I'm talking about this stuff and then, you know, all of a sudden, Big Brother's <laughs> listening and all my social media <laughs> has ads for it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> you can turn that off on your phone, I guess. Oh, I could turn it off if I wanted to, but then I'm putting somebody out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Oh, um... Just a reminder of the outdoor paddling show in the events that are coming up in the spring. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's close, man. Yep. And uh, I'm going to start going back to these things again. Better. I'm getting you. I'm getting used to being in crowds again, so. Uh, Did you go to the mall? Did you go to the shopping mall? I have not that, been to a mall. That, that's where you got to start is at the mall. Yeah. Start small at the mall. <laughs> When everybody else is at work. Yeah. <laughs> Join the walking club first thing in the morning exactly. with all the seniors. 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show, February 24th to 26th at the Toronto International Centre. Uh, 14 bucks for adults or 18 bucks for a weekend pass. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 10 till 6, except Sunday, which is 10 till 5. Mm-hmm. Friday kind of sucks because there's not a lot of people there at 10 in the morning. No, no. Because everybody's still working for yeah. me. The Quiet Adventure Symposium. I, I'm going to be at the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show. We go check that one out every year. Yep, I'll be there. Quiet Adventure Symposium, Saturday, March 4th, 9 till 5, East Lansing, Michigan, at the Michigan State University Pavilion. Uh, we're definitely going to that one. Yep. We'll have our booth set up in that. And Kevin Callan's going to catch a ride with us. I keep meaning to check if the rabbit show is going to be on too. Oh, rabbit show better be on or I'm turning around and coming right back home. <laughs> hey, you're here. Where's the rabbits? Oh, they're not here. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Saturday, March 4th, nine till five, uh, in Lansing, Michigan. Canucopia. I've already got my hotel book for that one. March 10th to 12th, the Alliant Energy Center in Madison, Wisconsin. Admission is 15 bucks for one day, 30 for three days. Parking's eight bucks a day. We're at a hotel across the road, so, so I you don't have need your to, parking. Yeah. I don't need to pay for that, so I'm saving eight bucks a day. Friday from <laughs> three till eight, Saturday nine till six, and Sunday 10 till four. Uh, we usually, we were there what? 
we were there Saturday and half a Sunday last year. I wasn't. Oh, which one? Or two years ago? I never went to. No, Cornucopia. you never went to that one. I can't remember. Did we go the Friday? Were we there the Friday? No, I think we were just there the one and a half days. Anyway, we're going to be there for three days this year. Uh, and the last one I've got here is the Ottawa Outdoor and Adventure Travel Show, April 15th to 16th, Nepean Sportsplex in uh, Nepean, Ontario, which is like a suburb of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Free admission, free parking. How do they pay for it? it must be the vendors. All, well, yeah, everybody has to rent their own space, right? Yeah. Or, you know what, they may even say, hey, you know what, you get something into the Nepean Sportsplex here. Yeah. You know, minimum payment sort of thing just mm-hmm. to get some people in here. I don't know. Saturday, 10 a.m. till 5, and Sunday, 10 a.m. till 5. So, yeah, that's in April. So, what we got? February, March, March, and April. There you go. Woohoo! That's like three weekends in a row, a little Our bit of Our winter space. and springs are covered with events. That's right, eh? Happy spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, end of year. It is the end of yes, the year. Yes, this is our last episode. This is the last episode 2022. of 2022. Woot, yep. woot. So now the next month I will be writing 2022, scratch, 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 three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those who know, know. Uh, any plans for next year? Do I have plans for next year? We always do last minute plans. If we're going to go camping, we wait to see, like, uh, like we can get into the Gonquin or any of those backcountry areas, no problem, really. Yeah. Depending on how deep you want to go. But uh, other than that, like with, with a lot of our camping, we, we don't really plan ahead. we got certain weekends we plan and a lot mm-hmm. of things we don't. Um, I'm thinking of taking one of my trips instead of doing like a seven-day trip. I might split that up into two-day parts. Oh, yeah? So to, and, and add them to weekends. So take three four-day trips. Oh. Right? Might, might do that mm-hmm. instead. Just so I got, yeah, more trips, different places, yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, the September that we do tomogamy. Oh, yes. We've been going up um, to the changing of the season ceremony mm-hmm. of a couple of years now. We were looking at going up again this year, but good friends of ours, their daughter is getting marriage and we've already gotten an invitation. Oh. So that's going to be a battle that will happen in our house <laughs> sooner or later. But camping, what about camping? <laughs> so, you know, because I love going to weddings. Yeah, I know, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> tongue planted firmly in cheek. Yeah. Uh, so that, <laughs> that one uh, is going to be... Because it's the exact same weekend as that. Yeah. That we and I don't want to lose a whole week. You could ask them to switch, change the date of their wedding. Apparently, no, you can't. <laughs> I've been told you can't do that. You can't just say, "Listen, kid, we've had this planned." So yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there, yeah. but uh, it may be that I go camping and and Tracy Tracy does not, <laughs> unless she just says, "Well, you know." You're just really good friends since high school. Yeah. We don't hang out with your daughter, so. Yeah, there you go. Tell her good luck. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be up camping. I have no idea how that battle's going to go, but it's coming. Somewhere between now and September, (laughs) there's going to be a little bit of uh, a brouhaha in the the house. She could just say, you know what? No, go ahead. You know, because I know you enjoy weddings so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um... Are you looking at any new gear this year? I am always looking for a new canoe. 
an 18 footer. Yeah, I need something bigger. Like we we can all still fit in our 14 foot canoe, but uh, it's getting tighter and tighter to put fit both kids in. Beckett's getting a lot bigger now, so he may not be able to fit in the bow anymore in front of Siobhan. And so. Well, and you look at weight issues as yeah. well, right? It comes to like, and what we did last time we rented, we rented an 18-footer with three seats, and uh, it worked out well. And so we maybe we'll just start renting for a few years. We'll Instead see. of buying, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. sell one of the kids, and that makes what for some room. Yeah. Yeah. Just say, hey. Just sell them on the black market. Yeah. <laughs> see what you can get for them. Yeah. Might have to sell, <laughs> if you can sell both. <laughs> yeah. You make yourself some cash and just take a really good trip. I know. Right? You don't need to buy nice a new vacation. canoe. Yeah. Yeah, always thinking. Always <laughs> thinking. Yeah, no, there, there comes a point where you've got to get bigger. As the kids get bigger, yeah. you're looking at a safety issue, yeah. right? With yeah, exactly. Stuff. Like when when you're when you start to outdo the capacity of the boat, then you know, it's it's uh it's got to be safety third, right? So Yeah. Yeah. Um I I got Tracy a new Thermarest, uh, a thicker one. It's like two and a half inch thick mm-hmm. for, for Christmas. And uh, I think I'm going to pick myself up one come spring. Just a thicker, because we only got those like, not yeah. even like an inch yep. thick Thermarests. Yeah. As we get older, you need more padding to sleep at night. Well, especially the hips. Yeah. Right? Yep. I find I, like I sleep on my sides a lot more. So you wake up in the morning with a sore hip after a mm-hmm. couple of days. And yep. It's like... I didn't sleep well at all, <laughs> you know, and that's the one thing when you're on a, on a canoe trip, you need your sleep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And if it's not the, the sounds of those frogs waking you up, making them <laughs> think they're bears and <laughs> yes. you just got to be comfortable not get woke up because of a sore hip. Yeah. Other than that, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything else? I do not. Really? Wow. <laughs> wow. So, it, but but uh, like you say here, like we want to thank everybody for for listening to us and mm-hmm. and you know following along with our our lives as we go through this podcast and uh, and so it was another great year. I had a it's getting to like you you threw me for a loop there about two months ago. Said yeah, we should stop this podcast. And I said what? Yeah. Where? Who? What? <laughs> Just making sure, right? <laughs> What are you talking well, about? Well, because we've, we've been, well, this will be seven years in the fall, in the spring, or six, yeah. seven. I found the original email that you sent to me asking 2015. for advice or information, and that was, yeah, 2015, and we started the following February? I think our first one was in the, in 16, yeah. Yeah, February yeah. 2016, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so just sitting there, oh, you know what, like, <laughs> do we look at closing this down, or do we keep it going? Yeah. Just throwing it out, you know, because, I mean, you keep coming over and bringing beer. I didn't know if you're getting tired of it. No, no. You know, we had our big discussions and decided, well, let's just see how it goes. Well, this is, what, 258, so that was, what, eight episodes ago, or no, it would have been before that. Yeah. We are going to stop. So that was about 12 episodes ago or something. 258? 300. Yeah, 358. Yeah. 358. Yeah. Just a so, few. Yeah, a few months back, we just yeah. sitting there going, do we keep going or do we call it a day? And how come the advertisers aren't knocking down our door? Here. Yeah. Take this, try this dry suit. Here, try this canoe. Here. Here. Try this pack boat. Yeah. Hello, Air Canada? Yeah. Where do you guys want to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, we're not out there hunting for 
no. all these these no. guys either. So. No, we're not. We and we haven't really tried to pull those strings because we just yeah. this is our poker night. This is what we do for fun. This is our poker night. Yeah. Ooh, don't tell Tracy that because I go out for poker night. <laughs> <laughs> That's Thursday. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> no, this is this is our uh, get together, have yeah. a beer, and yeah. shoot the breeze, a few laughs, and yeah, poke fun at people, poke fun at each other. Yeah. More mm. at you than me, but, you know, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm good with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, oh. Mm-hmm. Athena. The canoe dog. Loves outdoors, I told you. Yep. Loves water, loves being in water. Has met other dogs and people. Oh, there you go. Socializing, getting real good with that. Which is very important. Yep. Uh, loves to chase sticks. So I'm thinking that if I lose a paddle, <laughs> Go get, get, the, that. Get, the, get the paddle. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Training is coming along really good. Yeah. Really that's good. That's awesome. Sit, stay, walks next to me now. Mm-hmm. And we've only had her, what, two weeks? How old is she? She's what, six she'll, months? No, no, no. She's, she'll be five months on the 2nd of January. Oh, wow. Yeah. So sit, stay, shake a paw, shake the other paw, lay down. Um, so she's pretty smart. She, yeah. Oh yeah. She, she, yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Go get help, Leah Lassie. <laughs> yep, Go get yep. help. <laughs> What's that? Derek fell in the well? <laughs> well, that'll learn him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so again, as you were saying there, uh, thanks to all our listeners this year. Thanks to everyone that contributed to our show. Hope 2023 is a great year for Everybody, looking forward to seeing a lot of paddlers at shows this spring, and then on the water in the coming uh, coming year. And uh, happy New Year to everybody! Yes, it uh, hopefully it's a, a good one. Mm-hmm. And that's all you got. It's starting to come. It's starting to look like it's going to be a good year. Well, it's supposed to rain yeah. when we're camping over New Year's. So my kids are getting old enough now that they're they're pick, hey, why don't we go here? Or why don't we go there? So they're starting to have a lot of independent thought, and uh, they want to. There's certain. Uh, Areas they wouldn't go camping in, and other places they want to revisit. So I'm excited about that. They're starting to help me plan trips. And next plan summer, you guys things. are camping at Canada's Wonderland at <laughs> 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 that Disney World. <laughs> yeah, I see. That's never been a thing. Nobody's ever even asked for that. I think the kids have been once, and uh, I think I've been to. Uh, I've been there what, maybe three times. Canada's Wonderland. Yeah. What about Disneyland? Went once, years and years ago. Never been. Yeah. Got no want to go. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm wasn't, not a. I'm not a big crowds person like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it was. I. It was okay. It was fun. It was a, a one of those one-off things. A buddy of mine at work. He. Uh, he. They have a condo down there. They go a couple times a year, and. Uh, you know, so some people really get their kicks out of it. Like uh, yeah. uh, Mike uh, Burns, his wife and his daughter, they go there at least once a year, if not more. Mm-hmm. So now, if I'm going to stand in line for a ride, <laughs> I'm going to call that the portage, yeah. and the ride's going to be my canoe yeah. across the lake. <laughs> Those are the only lines I'm yeah. standing in. <laughs> All right, well, another year, buddy. Mm-hmm. We'll see you a couple weeks, I guess, or next. Well, I'll we'll see you next week. Yeah, next Tuesday. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, it just seems like so long. <laughs> all right it's a whole year away a happy new year you and your family <laughs> thanks you too uh if you want to find out more about us you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com we're on facebook instagram and twitter 
You can download or stream our episodes at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. You can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com and you can stream or download all our episodes there. And if you enjoy the podcast, please share it with friends, family, and fellow paddlers. I want to thank everybody for listening this whole past year. Yes. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Spest. We'll see you next time.